should I do that awkward intro thing that I did that one time where I was like, hey, we're in a new location, even though nobody literally knows. I mean, you could do that, yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess I just did it right now, but hey guys, welcome to Behind the Usher Station. I am Jonathan, I'm here with Jerome and Alex, and uh, so the coronavirus, it's a thing, it's um, it's a very, thing, it's, it's a thing. No, well, it's, okay, I was gonna go into it further. It's um, been pretty devastating. It's been in the news recently. Um, it's been affecting our state, particularly Washington, pretty hard because some of the first deaths have, have come from uh, this virus. So it's a topical thing. We thought we'd chat a little bit about it and then kind of relating to, you know, our love of film and TV and media and stuff like that. We thought we'd relate it to the best or worst, depending on what we want to talk about. Uh, outbreak movies. Yeah, try to be like be on the lighter side a little bit in this darker time. Right. Um, Lighten things up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I'm gonna say right off the bat, I love Resident Evil movies. I don't care how they ended or how well, it got. Oh, we just well, get right into. No, 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 I want to just state that now, <laughs> so we can because get you guys are gonna hear me get really passionate about it because Jerome always fights me about them. Okay. The Resident movies. Evil one <laughs> and Fast and the Furious. Jerome always wants to argue with me about it. But I'm already saying I don't hate Fast and Furious. I, I hate stand. Resident Evil. <laughs> Wait, screw you. Okay. All right. But we'll be what? right into that right after this pause of music. <laughs> no, but okay. So what is actually... But anyway. Because we... Yeah. Okay. Let's get into the epidemic. No, 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 okay. We were just having this conversation. Because um, Blade is considered a subcategory in the epidemic movie. And so by is, Wikipedia, by the way. And so is Underworld, which means vampires are considered an epidemic. Because they actually are a virus. They get into your blood. You know, they kill your blood. They, you know. And they feed off of you. That well, is what a virus does. Let's see what the definition so what is of considered- epidemic actually is. Because we keep using that word. But does anyone actually know the real definition of epidemic? I don't know what any words mean anymore. Okay. Well, let's find out. Okay. So, um, well, I want to take it back a little bit because um, the coronavirus uh, has been, you know, affecting a lot of people. Um, oh, Oh, sorry. Before we get started... So, us... are we not started yet? No, no, I'm saying oh, our, before we get started about talking about the movies, though, I wanted to just say, for those, like, uh, on a serious note, like, before we get into, you know, trying to have fun or whatever, do be safe out there. Uh, wash your hands. Listening, yeah, do wash your hands uh, frequently for the full 20 seconds with soap and water. Um, Sing happy birthday. That's oh, yeah, sing happy joke. birthday That's twice. Right. I thought you were saying. No, sing happy birthday. No, no, no. Birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say happy, happy birthday twice, twice uh, to yourself is a great way. If you don't want to count to 20 seconds, that's also a great way to also know like you've done it the full amount of time. Don't wear face masks unless you're actually sick or have symptoms. Mm-hmm. Also, avoid uh, touching your face, eyes, and nose. Those are the easiest areas to... Um, uh, contract viruses because those are the openings of the face and that's kind of where, yeah, you do where you're very um, susceptible to um, getting bacteria and germs in those areas so avoid touching those areas as much as you can of course and also if you feel feverish or have respiratory any respiratory issues you know it's it's okay to go to the doctor don't feel like you know you're being dramatic or anything like that it's better to be safe than sorry you know uh, especially again if you're having fever just, you know, sometimes it's just good to stay home. 
Don't go into work. Yeah, Americans have a habit of going to work when they're very sick. But, you know, this is a serious time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we should need to look better at our health and everything that's going on. Since there are confirmed deaths in the U.S. for the coronavirus, we need to make sure we can stop it before it continues to spread by making sure you are safe. And like they said, wash your hands, uh, wear a mask when necessary. If you don't need it, don't wear it. Because somebody else could need it. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we are based in the States, um, our thoughts and prayers do also go out to those in other countries that are also dealing with the coronavirus as well, including China. Um, and we hope to... Italy. They've gotten it really bad. Yeah. Italy, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, but... so we uh, just wanted to be... I just wanted us to have like a serious moment before we start getting into like you know, the fun of talking about movies and all that stuff. Yeah, like just it is to, a serious situation. It is a very serious situation, and we don't want anyone to think we're we're taking it lightly or, or, or mocking like the situation. That. We do have concerns for everybody and our families as well, you know, making sure everybody stays safe out there. Yeah, behind the Usher Station, we're just, we're trying to spread health and positivity. I'll say the health part. <laughs> um I've had a hard time <laughs> doing positivity spreading. But um, back to, uh, I did find a definition of the epidemic. topic so at hand. You might be, like, you are right. Blade is an epidemic movie because an epidemic, according to Google's definition, is a widespread occurrence of an infectious disease in a community at a particular time, while a pandemic is a disease, um, is of a disease prevalent over a whole country or the world. So I'm thinking... Vampire vampirism isn't a pandemic, but it is an epidemic. Okay, so sense. it is an epidemic. That's why it's considered a subcategory compared to like why yeah, it's considered a subcategory compared to like um you know, twenty although twenty eight weeks later and twenty eight days later, that would be an epidemic, not a pandemic. Because that actually only happened, well, 28 weeks later happened around the world, but 28 right. days, days later, later was only restricted to London and the countryside. Gotcha. It wasn't even actually the whole of England. Right. So, um, there are those, and then, but there are some movies like Carriers, uh, which had people were turning, you know, coughing up blood and kind of turning violent. Uh, that was a pandemic that was all across the U.S., and also, I Am Legend with Will Smith. Mm, that's that was, a pandemic. That is a pandemic because yeah. mm-hmm. it was all across the world. And Resident Evil. Pandemic. Pandemic. But not the right one. <laughs> yeah, me, me, me. Based off the games. World anyway. War Z. That's what I was literally about to say that yeah. World War Z is I my movie. Loved how they and did I, the zombie virus in the uh, film. In, in, the, in the way? In the film. Yeah, that scene where they're trying to climb up the wall. Yeah. It's all those zombies. It's interesting. Uh, World War Z is an interesting story to me. I still wonder if they had done it like the book, if it would have been, if it maybe would have like caught on a little bit more than it did. But um, that being said, because in the book, if you don't, for those who don't know, in the book, um, unlike the movie where the movie focuses on Brad Pitt's character and his family, in the book, it's treated more like a war journal where it's different stories from different perspectives as the zombie um, infection just spreads through different countries and, and stuff like that. I think it would have been a not as good as a film, just due to the fact that I've watched films where they follow multiple like lead characters, mm-hmm. and it's a little like, well, in this short time span of like two hours, I can only really care about one character at a time. 
Mm. I'm not gonna lie. You can only focus. That's why, like, yeah. So that's what TV are... shows are for. Yeah, TV shows. Give I you the think originally aspects. it was supposed to be a TV show, but mm. then they were like, "Well, let's make." We a got movie. Brad Pitt, yeah. so let's let's movie. make a movie. <laughs> I think they were probably trying to do, like, um, Walking Dead, and there's another show. I used to watch it. It was another zombie show. It was really good. Let me find it real quick. Um, there, there was apparently supposed to be a World War Z sequel, but it got scrapped. And I wish they would still do it. I think it just didn't make enough money to justify Because that movie went through a lot of development hells just to get made for the first one. So I'm sure they were like, we don't want to go through this again <laughs> for the second there one. There was iZombie. I did not. I enjoyed iZombie at the beginning. It was more about her. And then they got the government involved. And then they quarantined Seattle. kind of got like. Once the government gets involved, it's not that much fun to be, you know, a zombie, I guess. Mm. I, uh, I do, do, uh, so here's my question as we're going through this. Do you guys enjoy watching, uh, pandemic movies and epidemic movies? And if so, what are your, like, your favorite types? Like, do you like the zombie stuff or do you like the ones that are a little more realistic, like Contagion, which is a lot more like just a normal virus? Yeah. I like whatever. the, I like the zombie ones better because my it, anxiety it does, about it yeah it doesn't i i can go in there and be like okay this is not gonna happen to me so i can watch it and enjoy it the ones where with the real sickness i'm like oh this is a little too real for me so i will give you that i kind of agree with that like um with the zombie ones i can enjoy it a little more or i'm like you can just be like oh this is what i definitely would do during a zombie outbreak but, like, for a real, like, pandemic and epidemic, I'm not entirely sure. I've seen, like, videos already of people, like, raiding Walmarts and Targets and stuff like that. And it's like, well, people are getting serious. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if it's that big of a thing where it could become, like, the new Black Plague or something. Mm-hmm. Where that is really scary. Or if it's something that's going to fall out, like, the swine flu, the nanovirus... The big measles issue. Which SARS. Me- SARS. Which the measles thing is still kind of going on because people need to vaccinate their children. Mm-hmm. Side note. <laughs> That's a whole but, other podcast. <laughs> whole other episode. Should we have a guest on here, an anti-vaxxer? No. <laughs> I'll punch him. We, we, we don't need to to uh, to put that rhetoric on display. There's no facts backing them up. Mm-mm. Anyway, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> um but what would you say so for me i'd probably say world war z is my favorite you know outbreak movie would you guys say is your favorite like i said i'm all about the resident evil films okay i watch them all i'm all about them Uh, and the 28 days later and 28 weeks later i also really love those because i like how they're infected with rage they like created a virus for an actual emotion. I'm like, oh, that's like really cool by like, you know, and they kind of give it at the beginning of the movie. They kind of give a, a scientific explanation for it, too. I also like the movies that tend to have like a more realistic explanation for why the zombies are being created. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Uh, my favorite isn't uh, I don't really have a favorite like epidemic or pandemic movie, but I do have a favorite game that is an epidemic movie. And that's uh, The Last of Us. I've heard of that. It's a oh, really yeah, with the young girl, right? Mm-hmm. It's a really great game, and it uh, their explanation, like their version of the virus, is really cool. Um, so they have in there. It's a you know the have you ever seen those pictures of ants 
where they have that virus where they're uh where it looks like their heads well, like, it's a it's a parasite uh, yeah a parasite that like makes it look like their head explodes and there's like a um a f- what almost looks like a floral thing coming out of their heads yeah no. um i could tell from jonathan's really, face he yeah just oh <laughs> it's, um, it's really ter- it's terrifying it is terrifying like and no, so their terrifying. idea of the epidemic in that game is that it's evolved to affect humans the same way mm-hmm. um and uh looking at the behind the scenes they said what they wanted was they wanted it to be a virus that like on one hand when you see humans looking like that with their face basically exploded because of a parasite or whatever it looks terrifying but it also has moments where like when the spores come out they kind of shimmer in the light and it can look beautiful at the same time so it's like a weird because once they die like they become a part of plant life and like plants have overtaken the entire like all the cities and stuff so everything looks more like nature and pretty and all that stuff it's really just the earth again taking back what's rightfully it's yeah um but i i but i i love the last of us it's a great game it's a great human story i have Um, been wanting to play that i think it looks like a really it's really awesome good game. we should do a reaction thing you're uh where you, either you can play or i can play and you guys can watch it's basically like watching a movie <laughs> like I mean, so. yeah i mean i've seen the stories a lot from it same i've seen a couple on on youtube i think where do you guys stand with aliens is that considered an epidemic i don't pandemic? i consider that an, an invasion mm. like if it's like if it's something coming from another planet and it's taking over like because it's a foreign thing from space that's coming down to not something that to take originates over. right it's not something that's or originating like a from or a disease so, or bacteria or something like that that's on this but planet. like wouldn't that be considered an invasion because it's a it's a it's an animal or a parasite taking over and then well i guess it depends on what the alien is because if it's something like um like mars attacks that's just a straight invasion but if it's something like uh, that movie Life with Jake Gyllenhaal, where they took like uh, a series of bacteria and basically gave it life, and then it became I... something else. But they were in space. That's... Maybe, but you know. I want to see them. I haven't watched the movie. It's been on my list to watch. I just don't like Jake Gyllenhaal. I remember when we had it at the science. <laughs> it night. was really weird. I didn't even know that movie was coming into existence, and suddenly it was just in the theater. And it I was, was like, a good oh, movie, although a lot of people I'm thought gonna... it was going to be a Venom prequel. For oh, some... really? Well, because... In the comics, that's where Venom comes from. Is like he's from space, mm. and originally, like Spider Man gets it on him because he's like, oh, uh, yeah, I remember that, like Spider Man two, three. Yeah, in Spider Man three, yeah. they made it where it's an asteroid. In the comics, it's like he's looking for some machine to make him a new suit because he, uh, a lot of comic stuff happens where all the heroes get transferred to another planet, and Spider Man is one of them. And so he's like, I need a new suit. Mine's ripped up, and when he goes to get a new suit the venom suit it, it jumps right. on him but it makes a suit and so he just assumes oh it's a new suit whatever like why would he need a new suit if he's on who is he trying to hide his identity from oh at that point none of the other heroes know who spider-man is they know spider-man's a, a superhero they don't know he's peter parker of course they wouldn't know he's peter parker they don't know who peter parker is he's just some random right so he wants to hide his identity so, from them like he could still hide his identity they're not going to reveal his mask and be like oh it's peter parker like he well, didn't they won't know it's have... peter parker but be they'll like, be like a kid they'll be like oh it's Actually, you and then they'll read when you're dealing with reed richards and tony stark no, and hank pym no, the smartest was, men in the world no, <laughs> like you, you want to like hide that, your identity old, um, <laughs> i want to say it was the justice league mm-hmm. where luke luke's luke's Luke Le- Lexer? Lex Luthor. Luthor. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, took over the Flash's body 
And there was a scene that was in the cartoons where he, he was like, well, at least I can find out who the Flash is. And he just takes off the mask of the Flash. He's like, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> and it's the same thing. He just looks at it. He's like, I don't know who this kid is. <laughs> when, like, the Flash was... I don't know what the Flash was in the com- in that show. Wally West. No. He wasn't Wally West. Yes, he was. No, he he, he eventually, yes. But no, he was still Barry Allen. Barry the- Allen's never been in the Justice League cartoons. Has he? Mm-mm. That was not Wally West. That's Wally West. He was West. still Ginger. Yeah, that's Wally West. Barry Wally Allen isn't Ginger. ginger. Barry, Barry Allen, Allen has ginger. brown hair. No, Barry Allen is Ginger in the... No, hold on. Okay, keep <laughs> talking amongst yourselves about viruses. I do... Cl- I don't know. Oh my god, I hate when I type in Justice League, it's that movie. (laughs) Now granted, uh, Barry Allen's in the new uh, Justice League stuff. Yeah, but he's... Uh, But in the original Justice League cartoon, Justice League Unlimited, and all that stuff, it was always Wally West. Mm. I think because in the comics at that time, Barry was dead, and Wally was the current Flash. First off, you said that so dramatically. Secondly... Because it was Damn serious. Barry was dead. Damn it, you're correct. <laughs> I know my Justice what League. Was the, what cartoon am I thinking of? Well, no, I think you're right about Barry Allen being dead. But then there was one where I watched Barry Allen. Uh, you know what? I think it was a newer one on Netflix. Actually, you know what my favorite piece of um, outbreak media is? Slash invasion. I don't know if you would qualify this as outbreak or invasion. Mm-hmm. Does the word... Nematodes. Is no. that from SpongeBob? Yeah. <laughs> oh. The nematodes where they're just eating everything. <laughs> uh huh. I don't remember. That. I can see that. that was a crazy yeah, episode. Uh huh. And then they eat his house. They eat SpongeBob's house. They eat everything. That episode actually annoyed me. It, it made me feel so bad for SpongeBob. <laughs> but he grew in your house and okay. almost murdered Squidward. Oh, yeah. What do you guys think about, because um, almost every, like, sitcom or, uh, or uh, movie, like, they always have, like, a horror episode, and sometimes some of their horror episodes for sitcoms is, like, the zombie episode or whatever. Uh, do you think that's, like, because that's my only issue with, like, not having zombies is, like, my favorite uh, epidemic thing, is that it starts to become a little, like, now it's become... A bit of a cliche it's so popular of like, well of right just now. like yeah it's so popular and it's they always do the same things it's like first you have the group of people and then somebody gets bit but they don't tell anybody because they don't want to be ostracized from the group even though it's already been established Real if quick. you've been bitten you are definitely Barry not Allen supposed to be here. was in the justice league action cartoon that happened in 2016 yeah that's what I said. The new cartoons, Barry Allen's the Flash now because. Uh, Why would they be West in the original and the old one? Because Barry was dead. Why so, did they kill Barry off right away? You know what? Barry died in like I think the night. No, not the nineties. I think the eighties actually. Barry a- was dead a long time, and then they got a new CEO who loves Barry Allen. I like Barry Allen. So he brought Barry Allen back. And then people were like, but what about Wally? Wally's like the flame in the flash for decades. And then he was like, I guess he's around too. Until they then killed Wally West and was just like, Barry's our flash now. They have to keep killing everybody. <laughs> Back to <laughs> but, zombies um, and media. But yeah, I, uh, 
I just feel like it's like it's always the same things with the zombie stuff. Walking Dead is kind of falling into that right now. Well, yeah, where... <laughs> because when and I love me, I love me some Walking Dead, but I haven't watched the um, last like season and a half just because I've been uh, yeah, like I haven't watched the last three seasons. Yeah, I just because I, I, I've probably been like zombied out. Well, to be I, fair, also. I, Walking Dead's problem is not that the zombies got boring; it's that they stopped worrying about the zombies. Right, <laughs> like the zombies stopped being a threat. It's more political now. I yeah. think. I, I think that's one of the issues. That's why people have like you know, stop tuning in a little bit because one because of the zombie thing. There's so much. There's so much of a zombie presence in media right now. Yeah, and people are like kind of freaking out. Mm-hmm. And um, the political stuff. That's why I like always recommended uh, Z Nation. That was the other zombie show. Thank you about R.I.P. Which was actually filmed in Spokane. That's right. Yeah. Um, you and actually. My teacher was went... on the episode actually as a he is a, as an extra. He wasn't like as a main cast member, but he was a one of a teacher before the zombie outbreak or something like in oh. an episode. You like going to be on that show. I had right? an audition in a callback. Let's not talk about it. All it's right, it's a sore subject. Um, I'm just kidding. No, I, I did. I, um, but I, I, I was this close. I was this close. No, but the whole thing was I like it because they go to different communities. The premise of the show is that there's somebody that was experimented on who has a zombie virus, but he is immune. But he is turning into something inhuman, mm-hmm. but he's not necessarily dead. So they're trying to get him to this facility basically across the country. And it's just these, like, group of, like, you know, outcasts, usually. But they go to the different communities, and they see how messed up the different communities are. Like, they run into a one that's, like, an all-women's community, which I don't mind. They feed the men to the bears. A zombie bear. Respectfully. I love you both, but, you know. Um, it and is then, Women's History Month. Yay. This is true. Women's Month. Maybe we should do something for Women's Month. Mm-hmm. Although a couple days ago it was Black History Month, <laughs> we were gonna do an episode. We just <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway, anyway. And, but they also anyway. go to one that was like really racist, and they found that. And the lead character, who I really like, she is a black female, um, is leading everybody. Uh, you know, had to deal with that being like, how oh, you know, one of our people need care, we have to like kind of not bend down, but be like, you know what, just take the take our person because they're white. Heal them, and then we're gonna leave. I like, always thought that was weird in all the epidemic movies where you still have people who are like racist. I'm like, are you serious? Well, no, the population's super low, and you still want to be like, yeah, but you're not the right skin color. I, I can't trust you. It's like, who can you trust? We are running out of people. Well, in the Black Plague, they actually they they blame the Jews. People literally in England blamed, I believe, it was the Jews. And Poland was one of the least amount of countries affected by the Black Plague because they welcomed uh, people of that heritage. And because of that, they weren't, like, kicking people out, blaming something else. They were also, again, washing their hands, taking care of their health, and taking care of other people that Poland had one of the lower death rates for the Black Plague. I'm just saying. if the, that's, if, that's the whole thing. If it's the like, zombie virus breaks out today, I'm not just going to look at a white person and be like, yeah, nah, you can't come in. Why? Just because. You know. Well, then again, <laughs> it's like, really? There's more of a history with them excluding people for their particular race. Uh, there are people who like to blame the other races for their misfortune. And I'm pretty sure that would still go on in the zombie apocalypse. They're just going to be like, well, it's your fault, the zombie apocalypse. That's true. It had nothing to do with the fact that nobody was washing their hands, taking precautions. 
Um, it's no different than the people. Like I'm sure, if like the rapture happened or something, and some Christian person wasn't taken, they would blame. Find some way to blame somebody else. Yeah, they'd be like for oh, the reason you they're not going to. Who made me sin? And it's like no, no, it's, it's like, your own damn fault. If it wasn't for that one time you told me, <laughs> you That's told me to go like buy them free. damn KY jelly, I probably would be in heaven Dude, right now to this day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, Listen, there's a lot of turn. Listen, all these little Christians anyway. got to come from somewhere, and it's probably from many of these big Christians buying plenty of KY jelly and not buying any of the, you know, the cheap skin condoms or whatever else they need. Okay, now. let's not. Like, I'm just ain't saying, you, let's not say that word anymore. <laughs> ain't you two little Christians, though? Exactly. I came from somewhere. <laughs> I know the truth. Anyway. And one day I'm going to have my own little Christians of my own. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh i think we're we're, we're probably nearing know. time i don't know where to go from there but right? um <laughs> I, don't know where to go. I think that's a good way to end too um, we're actually yeah. not at all close to time we still have plenty of time we got tw- we're at 28 minutes it just seems like a lot i know Jerome <laughs> gets into one of those we've run through a lot of well, what else do we have well, to talk about um well like we were talking about with the camps and a well, lot of like invasion movies i see that now Going back to a serious note, um, because I work in a, a doctor's office, I have to ask certain uh, questions. You know, have you been out of the country? Are you feeling sick? Have you interacted with anybody who's had these symptoms? And a lot of comments I get, and I told you guys this, is that I'll have this one person that goes like, no, I'm fine. I haven't even eaten Chinese food. Hmm. No, no, honey. That doesn't work that way. The food you consume doesn't affect the ethnicity of the food you eat does not affect your general health like that. Well, it does. You know, if you eat something too salty or something like that, it's going to raise your cholesterol, your heart levels, your blood but pressure. But those are separate issues. But that but is not, not going to give you the you're actual not virus. Get coronavirus yeah. from and like all Chinese. the people who stop drinking Corona beer. Well, here's here's and, something, and, and it's a misconception. About. Sorry, uh, it's no, a no, misconception okay. that. It's just coming from China because it's also coming from Italy. That's where a lot of the cases are coming from as well. Oh yeah, Italy got hit bad. Yeah, so I think it's it's a, it's saying something that people are just labeling this as like a Chinese thing when yeah. it's also coming from from Italy as well. Well, here's the question: like going like uh, mixing it in a little bit with the the movies and stuff. Do you think people seeing like the, those movies and stuff might be affecting the paranoia? Because for them, it's like, for some people, like, seeing is believing. And if they see something where it's like, okay, like, I didn't think this would ever happen. It's happening now. What did they do in those films and or, like, well, games or whatever? Like World War you know? Z uh, with Brad Pitt, there was a scene where they were trying to get out of Israel. And an infect- a, a zombie got on the plane. They got seated in first class. And they, which is another thing you got to see, like the difference between first class and just the coach. And coach got affected so quickly because it was so overpacked with people. And then the first class people just started putting luggage in the, you know, way trying to block off, which is like, okay, like, screw you guys for not helping. But at the same time, I understand. Again, you're trying to protect yourself. But it was just that one person ended up dropping luggage and then the zombies saw, oh, there's more people and went through the barriers. So it was also that the infection, it showed a clear cut of how the infection can spread around the plane. Mm-hmm. An interesting fact, it's probably going to make nobody want to fly again. Um, <laughs> you, If you cough on a plane, 
because of the way the air circulates in a plane. You actually inhale that about 11 times or so, 9 to 11 times before the air is actually filtered out. So, uh, so you, no matter what you do, you're actually breathing somebody's air, coughing, sneezing, anything like that. You'll at least breathe it uh, a minimum, maybe like five times before the air is actually filtered out of the plane. Just like that, Alaska Airlines has pulled their sponsorship email um, and immediately canceled it. It's all right, though. You know, I mean, <laughs> a lot of movies, you know, epidemic movies, pandemic movies, zombie movies, all that stuff. Uh, the virus can't survive the cold. Charming Alaskan Airlines out of all the airlines, you know Southwest is screwed, but Alaskan Airlines they're <laughs> oh, good. Southwest is well, Southwest has been screwed because I'm sure there's still people like I, I don't give a dang what virus, coronavirus, Budweiser virus, I don't give a damn. I'm flying to hey, LA, all right. I ain't gonna stop Southwest. my travel. <laughs> I love Southwest. That is like hardcore flying. You go, you fly to fly. You don't fly for comfort. You right. fly to get there. Exactly. And that's it. Like DL Hughley once said, Southwest Southwest Airlines is the airlines for all minorities. Am I just now hearing this these stereotypes against Southwest? I thought Southwest it's was true. All right. it, have you flown Southwest? <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. To where? It's not as bad as like Spirit or Front. Not anything. Right. Well, nothing's, nothing's, nothing's as bad as Spirit. As spirit. <laughs> <laughs> like, or Frontier. <laughs> I haven't flown Frontier ever. <laughs> Why it's, it's an old. It's 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 a. Let's just say it's a it's a historic um, mm. airline. Oh, the planes okay, are yeah. like old. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant historic. Like they were just like, all right, you can get on, but you got to get to the back. We're, <laughs> keep, we're keeping tradition alive. <laughs> no. Okay. Not in that way. Anyway, not in that I thought way. for a sec. Anyway, I was like, dang, they they, they can get away with that. They must be making bank. <laughs> Either way, World War Z is a great. Going back, uh, War War Z is a great representation of how a virus can spread on a plane. And knowing actually that we breathe other people's air, whether we try not to, it's actually you breathe it in multiple times before it can even be filtered out. So that small space, of course, something is spreading so quickly when people travel. And it was actually, um, I don't know if this is considered epidemic or pandemic. Um, the... I don't even know the freaking title because the title was always so weird. The Planet of the Apes, but with James Franco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Rise there's the like Apes. a Rise of the Dawn of the Rise of the Planet of yeah, the Apes. No, some, there's, but, ri- there's Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and War for the Planet of the Apes. No. There is a there's, Rise of the Dawn and whatever. That's from the 70s, and no one talks oh. about that movie because it was trash. Anyway, the Rise <laughs> of the Planet of the Apes with James Franco. Um, the A pilot actually gets bit. And at the end of the movie, it's really shouldn't be neat, but it is neat. Um, they show he's sick, but he again goes to work. If you are sick, do not go to work. Take a day. It's okay. Um, and they show him going on one plane, and he interacts with this these stewardess. I thought that was a cool like yeah. end credits thing to show yeah. like the to spread show how of the it virus, actually like how it how took it out wiped out humans. humans. Yeah, it's because he worked with people. Who got on other planes as well, and those other people interact with the other pilots who wouldn't. Usually, pilots have like a not a consistent route, but they do travel like from certain countries to certain countries. Mm-hmm. Um, but stewardess can actually just tend to go on a lot of planes, and then there are stewardess who go from you know state uh, flights to international flights, you know, or they may stay on one flight and then 
there's people with connecting flights. So it's like you really don't know who you're interacting with. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. me and my sister one time had a connecting flight, but we were on the same plane. So the stewardess were like, you can just stay on the plane. And we're like, cool. So when people were coming on the plane, there's just these two random girls like sitting on the plane already. You know, the f- people who are checking it at A, they're like, well, what are these two people just sitting on the plane? Why are these two people sitting on the plane? So it's like, that was probably a little freaking to some people. Although I think it was a late flight, so I don't think anybody really cared. Mm-hmm. But the point is, I mean, she just let us hang out on the plane because she was also going to be on that plane. So she interacted with a whole nother set of people, mm-hmm. which could show like, had she like coughed and had been infected, she could have spread it to them and then literally stayed on that plane and infected other people. So yeah. that was really cool. Another way of like how flying and travel really does affect. So, you know, if you're really worried about um, the virus, it's best, you know, not to travel at the moment, especially by plane, just because the air filter system isn't great mm-hmm. on planes. And it's, not because they don't want it to be, and it's not because they're not trying. It's because of the compression and being so high up in the sky. The air filters, the air system can only work a certain way to be up there. Because honestly, everybody, you're flying like thousands of miles in the air. That's freaking crazy enough. <laughs> Nobody thinks about that. You're in a giant metal tube. Up in the air, above the sky, above storm clouds sometimes. Thousands of miles per hour. Although, have you ever flown through a storm cloud? It is the coolest thing ever to watch. Has your plane ever hit another plane? No. Mine has. Well. Mine rear-ended another plane, and I was like. Wait, I hope you, this was on the ground. No. We were in the sky. There was a big thump, and he's like, oops, we touched the other plane. <laughs> and it, but the thing was, it was like a red eye. So it was like me and maybe like 10 other people. And like those like seven of them were asleep. So I kind of just looked around like anybody, anybody else? It's not a, it's not funny. It's just in my head. I can imagine him hitting the back and then they just stop midair. And he's like, hey, I need your insurance information. Pull down and the window. <laughs> that's what I feel like. He's like, oops. And I'm like, mm, no, you hit another plane. Like, you bopped another plane. Also, I'm sure that pilot is probably like, they're like, so what happened to the front of the plane? All right, funny story. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was on my phone. Wife was texting me. And, uh, you know, wasn't paying attention. Hit this other car. Oh, so what you're saying is you're fired. That's what you're saying. <laughs> so that's all I heard the whole time you're giving like, your explanation. I think that's how quarantine two started. It was actually in an airport on a red eye. A guy was trying to infect people. And I'm going to ruin flying for everybody. Um, he was. I, I've had some not great experiences on planes. I sat by a guy who smelled like soup and kept talking to me. And like French onion soup, too. Like It was a particular yeah. soup he smelled like. Um, but with quarantine two, I believe, it started like it was a red eye flight. There was like maybe five people. And a guy brought on mice, which is... Horrible to say, but mice are a great way to spread something. Oh yeah, there was one help spread the black plague, like or not mice, but rats. Rats. Actually, a big part of helping to spread the black plague was the sewage system. Yeah. Um, the rats poop in the sewage system, Mm -hmm. and people wouldn't. There was literally fecal matter running down the streets at that time. Um, so people would just walk in the poop. So it wasn't necessarily just rats. Rats oh, it helped, wasn't just rats, but, but I'm saying rats were a yeah. big help of so again, like how it spread so easily. Mm-hmm. Sing happy birthday twice after using the bathroom because fecal matter 
actually helps spread a lot. And in fact, what is it? E. coli was spread because there was a maid who was just scratching actually her butt. That's how a big part of how E. coli spread. Okay. She was a serving girl scratching her butt and then cooking. I want to know how you know all of these disease spreading facts. Oh, easy. I'm paranoid. I'm like a weird paranoid, but I don't think that much. Listen, God dang it. You're going to explain to me. (laughs) Are you out here spreading diseases? You tell me right now. I read a lot and I get paranoid about stuff. And then I just sit in my apartment alone. I, I, uh, to like. I um, like how you just glossed over that. Um, we're gonna, uh, we are, uh, probably getting close to time, but uh, I wanted to, before we wrap up, as with every epidemic and or pandemic movie, or not every, but a lot of them have the plot point of there being someone who's immune or them in the search of a cure. And, uh, that is kind of where we're at right now currently, uh, with this coronavirus epidemic where people are trying to, uh, the CDC and the WHO are trying to work hard at either finding a cure or just work and they are have said or COVID-19 is the official term now um and they're looking into maybe just uh if not making a cure making a COVID-19 vaccine um to try and counteract and like and cut down the amount of cases of people catching it which Uh, it could just turn into a flu because it really is uh creating just I don't want to say it's just creating uh, it's causing massive respiratory issues and high fever, which weakens the body. But that is symptoms of the flu, which is a lot of people panicking because it is flu season. Mm-hmm. Please get your flu shots. Um, mm-hmm. So people are like, do I have the flu? Yeah, do they're I like, have do I have the flu? I'm, I'm fever, so make sh- I'm having problems breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of sometimes hard to decipher. And that's the whole thing. It's just like this could possibly, with the correct vaccine, of course, could just turn into another flu where you're able to stop yeah. it. So my question is uh, for you guys, do you uh, do you have a favorite like movie that ends that way? Like where it's like they find a cure or they have, or the whole story is they have someone who's immune and they're like taking them to like a lab or something to like get cured or I would definitely like say Z Nation is my favorite show for that. Um, but as for movie, again, I've stated multiple times Resident Evil, and that doesn't end well. I mean, rac- it destroys the, pretty much the whole world. Raccoon City becomes the hub and everything. They try to end it, but it, the virus has mutated so much, which is probably not a good way to end this podcast, from me at least. The <laughs> virus has mutated so much, it's created these other creations of monsters, affected humans, and You know, things. it depends on the story, because The Last of Us also... Uh, has that plot point and things do not go where you think they go i won't spoil it for you here in case anybody decides to start playing that game but um that is the the major plot is that uh the character ellie uh is immune to the virus and so they are going from uh going across the country to deliver her to a lab where they can extract it and it uh, does not end the way you think it would uh what about you um so in terms of like movies or tv shows with like a cure um i don't necessarily like i can't recall 
in all of my vast outbreak uh, knowledge, outbreak television or movie knowledge. Well, I thought you were going to uh, bring up World War Z. Yeah. Didn't you just say that was like your favorite? They do find like, well, well they find a way to combat it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, some might argue it's not a cure to give yourself cancer so you don't get zombified. Technically, they got <laughs> they got uh, illness that was non-lethal and it was just basically getting sick enough that the virus was like, oh, you're not a healthy host. I don't want you. Yeah. But continue. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, I, I'll i say World War Z. I thought World War Z was <laughs> off limits since I already mentioned it. But World War Z. Um, also on The Walking Dead, they haven't... Well, I, I don't know. I haven't watched the last season and a half. But they haven't necessarily found a cure yet. But if you take the first five seasons of The Walking Dead, I call those... I also lump that into my favorites. Well, actually, quickly going back to Walking Dead, because um, there's... there's um, What are they called? The Whispers. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I just thought about this. They're wearing the face of, like, the zombies. Mm-hmm. Which means before, if you, like, basically even touch a zombie or blood transfer, you became one. But now they're having that skin and, you know, with the pores and the blood. The rules are really loose, I feel yeah. like, on the show. Well, that's yeah. because in the even in the comic, they the establish... Yeah, because in the comic, the rules are loose. Because they establish, like... Like, in the show, I think, right? Don't they have an episode where they explain, like, oh, well, actually... You guys specifically have the zombie virus in you, so you might turn to zombies if you die. Um, yeah, everybody's infected. Right. In, in, the the show. Sh- in the comic, everybody's already infected. It's just if you get bitten by a zombie, you'll immediately turn to a zombie. And if But if you die in some way, shape, or form, you'll turn into a zombie anyway. No, that's mm. the way in the show, too. Okay. It's, uh, it's everybody's sure infected because they all thought that if you're just bitten... You should you would churn, but then one of their friends died, and they're like, "Well, why did they churn? They weren't bitten." And then they come to find out at the CDC, "Oh, hey, everybody has it. So when you when you die, you churn it." And that's why I was like, "Oh, then there's kind of this activation when you are bitten while you're still alive, and that's where it comes in, where the whispers are wearing the faces of the zombies. Technically, that's flesh and pores, and how we're saying with don't touch your face." Mm-hmm. Don't touch your face, Jerome. I'm itchy. Jeez. Use Ooh. lotion. <laughs> awesome. Um, it's not my mouth and or nose or eyes. It, you're, you have pores. And because you have a I beard. I know, I know. And you I'm too. Sure. Your pores are actually more open. You guys have little pores by your beard. I know. And I, you, so I, don't I, rub your chins. But I know. Don't rub your chins. When you say that, it makes me want to do it a little more. I know, you <laughs> children. Um <laughs> Actually, and I, I, I also really, noticed myself like doing that throughout the podcast. I, I actually, also noticed yeah. myself. Yeah, I actually have a face. really bad habit of rub, touching my face a lot. I had a habit I got from my dad because he <laughs> rubs his face aggressively. And I'll do that sometimes. I'll just like rub my eyes really hard. And it like looks so bad because then they get red and puffy. And people are like, are you okay? I'm like, oh no. I was just like <laughs> trying to get at my own eyeballs. I don't know. Man. That's a tip. Uh, but since we're, we're coming a little um, close to the end, I wanted to just go through a rapid fire of some of your favorite movies that you can think of off the top of your head. I already, I already. Ex- oh, that CW show, uh, Containment. That show was not a CW show, but it was on CW. <laughs> Jonathan's playing with his eyelashes. He's being very careful. Yeah, very nice eyelashes too. Thank you. Uh, I was going to say. Little, yours are very full. Yeah, very full eyelashes. You got very long. Don't they? Um, s- anyway, no sorry. What? I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say. Don't they say usually guys like have like really long eyelashes? Guys, <laughs> yeah, sometimes do. There's a guy I knew. He had these 
gorgeous eyelashes. They honestly looked fake. They were so beautiful. Um, but Containment, trying to get on that real fast. It's on Netflix, I believe. It's so good. It do, it's, it's a CW show, but it's not a CW show. It's insane the way it was made. And you like you watched it. And it does... You do get scared. Mm. I won't lie. I had to stop watching for a little bit because I believe it was around the time of... I started watching it around the time of the nanovirus, which, again, working at Seattle Children's is a major hospital. There's the ED. There's clinical. There's, you know, kids who have a immune, immunity disorders. You know, when an epidemic happens or... A, or basically a major fear. You, they talk about it constantly. There's major precautions, again, because there are children there. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was watching that, it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> now I'm freaking out because everybody keeps mentioning this. And mm-hmm. here I'm watching literally a part of a city get like contained. And they're not giving them any food or water. Mm-hmm. And one of the people's main characters was this like pregnant woman. And they're having have guards like stop people being like, no, you can't get anywhere near. Which they use a bunch of shipping containments to block people. And they're like, the virus is spread by touching each other. They're like, don't touch. And then a bunch of stupid kids. Touch. Go and have like a big party where they like make out and touch each other's faces. It's like, what did we just say? You are going to literally die. Like... The virus is apparently, the virus that had in containment was, like, going to die out in three days if everybody just, like, stayed where they were. But, of course, people don't. Mm -hmm. Which, again, just wash your hands. I was going to say, outside of, like, 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 well, my favorite movies, first of all, uh, I Am Legend, 28 Days and Weeks Later, um, Zombieland. uh, Zombieland's fun to just just watch. Um, Shaun of the Dead. And uh, uh, and since Blade's now on there, I guess Blade Two. Um, I've never watched Blade. I should watch that. It's good. Yeah. It's real fun. Um, um, but I was also gonna say, if you want to have like in this time of uh, the virus going out, if you want to at least watch something that's a little less negative but a little more positive, but also about the body, um, I have started watching Cells at Work. It's an anime on uh, that you can currently watch on Netflix. That's all about the body, and also it was written by a Japanese doctor, so it's all like actually factually correct, like how they explain how the body works. But it's also very action packed. It's about this uh, red blood cell who befriends a, or rather, uh, sees because it's hard to say if they're really friends, but sees a white blood cell who is also really good at killing um, infections like influenza and all these types of viruses and stuff. Osmosis Jones. Huh? Osmosis Jones. It's more or less an anime, Osmosis Jones, but it's a little less, it's a little more uh, funny than Osmosis Jones. Because Osmosis Jones is like more like West Coast, like cops and nightclubs. Uh, In your body. Cells at work is like, like the red blood cell, for example, delivers packages of oxygen to the different organs and stuff. And the little platelets that make like your scabs are little children and they're adorable. Like it's, Um, it's, it's cute. It's I'm not being sarcastic, but the magic school bus. Like, honestly, they do a lot of episodes that involve the body. (laughs) No, 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 you're right. Like an outbreak. Um, not so much an outbreak, but just a study of the body. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like there's an episode where (laughs) I love to see Miss Frizzle in a zombie apocalypse. There is that whole thing. No, we're we're going to focus on that. No, there's an episode where one of the kids gets sick and they go through one of his scabs and they show how the body combats uh, the fever. 
Mm. what the fever is actually doing. It's not necessarily... It is a dangerous thing, of course, but the fever is actually helping burn the virus away. It's helping, you know, heat up the body so that... um, There's another one where, you know, they go through Arnold's digestive system and show, like, hey, the gum doesn't actually stay in your body for seven years. (laughs) It goes the normal route. Mm. And, like, showing that, like, hey... Your system does flush things out, so, like, take care of your system. And, of course, there's another one about hygiene where they're showing how germs work and how germs are activated. The part they don't show is when Miss Frizzle has to go into the principal's office where he's like, all right, so I heard that you've once again gone into the bodies of one of your students without a permission slip. And uh, I think (laughs) that we need to start talking about your further employment here at this high school. They do have permission. They ask the kids. Actually, Arnold does not get That's not permission. They don't get a choice. They need to send a slip to their parents. That they need to sign no, 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 this is and then out, bring this back. Is okay. Dark again. Wait, I can explain that. It's a cartoon. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's how so... Arnold survives. <laughs> that is his helmet off and We didn't give the parents of Rugrats a pass for their babies basically being unsupervised. I mean, my mom left me unsupervised, and I'm still here. It's fine. I gave her a pass. No, my mom did the best she could in the situation she was in. Side note, when I was in like second or third grade, we did a Magic School Bus like play type thing. Aww. And I played Arnold. <laughs> so you played the right. lamest character <laughs> in the Magic but School I, but Bus he was universe. The, he was the star of that little like uh, that little play skit that we did. So I got Poor to be Arnold. This. He yeah. was the only one who was looking out for his classmates. He's like, guys, we probably shouldn't be in space considering none of us know how space works. Uh, yeah, we're going to die. Actually, I watched it with one of my best friend, Greg, and I was like watching it and we actually counted the violations the teacher was doing. <laughs> From like, like if one of the first things she did was one, you didn't actually ever start a class. <laughs> you kind of came in and were like, we're doing this. It's like, why is every day like one lesson only? Awesome. It's because you're taking so much. This is, this, is go- this is a whole other thing we should go back to. But either way, Magic School Bus is actually very comforting when it comes yeah, by. Yeah, for sure. It's surprisingly accurate and it shows the system and it does it in a fun way. It's even good for adults because mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. things get too serious, you know, and you just need some comforting way to like reassure you like, hey, my body knows what it's doing, but mm-hmm. I can assist it. By washing my hands. By not swallowing gum. And also, by it can make you feel like your body's a lot stronger than you think. Yeah. Because I think, especially in this time, like people are, are freaking out and they're scared. And rightfully so. But at the same time, uh, you have to... Uh, it, it would be nice to see something to remind you that, like, hey, there's a lot of things going on in your body you yeah. don't fully understand as far as, like, germs and bacteria and yeah. um, how the blood cells work, how the white blood cells work and stuff. And it'd be nice to watch something that's more comforting and telling you, hey, your body's strong. Like, yeah. it can handle a lot of stuff. And it's just because there is a virus out there does not mean you will immediately catch it if you yeah. interact with somebody who's coughing or, or anything like that. Not to say that you should just walk or up to people. Or if you eat Chinese food. Or that, right. too. But, you know, um, okay. just saying. Okay, we can end on this, but my my last uh, kind of uh, mention, I forgot about Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix. Oh, oh that is a good show. I, yes. start, I couldn't it, get through it, but it's not because it was a bad show. I think I just ran into something else like that I was watching, and I just um, never finished I've done yeah. that with all, There's, like, I, shows I think, I'm halfway through that I need Same, to same. I don't think I finished the last the pre- last season that got released, which I think yeah, is the fourth I have any, season. It's the final season. They ended it there. Oh, really? Yeah, it's only four seasons. Oh. Um, 
But that is a really good show. I wouldn't call it a epidemic or pandemic though, because only one person. Right? No, it well gets, they later find out there's more people. You can yeah. and you can infect more people as well. Yeah, oh, she she infects more people. Um, but it is a really good show, and it is a good way to show how she also accidentally gives it to people too. Mm-hmm. She ends up infecting people, not knowing that, and then being like, "Oh," and it's also, um, yeah, just a good way to show like if. Because the way they get it is originally by certain types of food, um, which is not, you know, helping my don't eat, don't eat Chinese food, um, <laughs> is that if a food smells funny to you, if a food doesn't look right, don't eat it, don't eat it. And it's okay to give something back and be like, hey, this is, be polite. Don't be a Karen, but be don't like, be hey, <laughs> this food doesn't look correct to me. This food smells funny. I shouldn't eat it because that is is risking your body and lowering your possible immune system and your body is trying to fight one thing don't give it multiple things to fight Mm -hmm. so if a food smells funny or looks funny don't eat it don't be passive just be like hey i'm not gonna eat this maybe take it back so i can get something else it's there's nothing wrong with that it's okay all right and with that, oh, I, uh, sorry, just want like I, I feel like we keep ending. No, no, this. no. This is uh, this is more just on the serious note again. Uh, something I follow this YouTube uh, channel, um, Doctor Mike, who is a uh, family physician. He has a lot of uh, checkups. Also, uh, like recently, he's been doing checkups on the coronavirus to keep the public informed. Um, I recommend watching his videos because they're less. Like the news media of them just being like, just giving you all the bad news. He gives you the facts and the ways to combat um, stuff going on with the coronavirus. But also, uh, I love to spread the hashtag that he's trying to start where he's like, um, you know, especially at this time to be alert, but not anxious. Meaning that, you know, it is definitely a dangerous time. It is time for people to be aware that there is a virus out there to take care of their bodies. Do like, as we said at the beginning of this podcast of like washing your hands. You know, wearing a mask if you're sick, staying home if you're sick, that sort of thing. But not to immediately assume that we are at, you know, the worst, the worst case yeah. scenario, you we, know? Yeah, which is a good thing I was telling my sister earlier. I'm like, I don't really trust the media outlet because it's a lot of fear. Uh, fear mongering. Fear mongering. Um, I'm like, unless I read something that directly gets its information from, you know, who the world health organization yeah, or, the the CDC or the CDC or something like that, then I don't really want to read it. You should um, go ahead and read the news outlets, but make sure they do get actual facts from health institutions um, such as the CDC and the World Health Organization, just so you know for a fact that like, hey, this is something real or something that surrounds them like um, Dr. Mike mm-hmm. does, where he mentions those and those two. If you're concerned if they're not, go to those two places. Those are the most informative. They're not fear-mongering. They're telling you, hey, this is what it is. This is how you get it. This is how it's a precaution. Um, and they do have updates, like, you know, about, like, who, who, where it is stationed. So it's not like they're hiding, like, oh, yeah, it's not in the States. They clearly tell you it's in the States and where mm-hmm. it is located. So. so on that note, I just wanted to let everybody know, you know, be alert. Don't be anxious. And, and, be, and be safe. And That's wash the your most hands. important thing. And wash your wash. hands. And please, <laughs> and with that, does stop anybody have that. any more points? I no, think we I need to say, stop saying. Okay. And with that, <laughs> <laughs> thank um, you all for listening. Yep. Hopefully, to this we episode. made you have some like while you, if you are at home at sick, you now have some movies to watch, or maybe some stuff to cheer you up with cells maybe at work or Magic a, School Bus. You know? Yeah, so good. 
<laughs> All right, you can follow us at Usher Station Pod on Twitter, behind the Usher Station on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can also email us at behind the Usher Station at gmail.com. Where can we follow you, lovely people? You can find me on Instagram at not Jerome Rett. And you can find me at Living My Okayest Life on Instagram. Um, I don't really go on Twitter, so that's kind of pointless for me to say that one. <laughs> you can find me at Jonathan Keys everywhere, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.